And now enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. What we think. <laughs> <laughs> David K. Montoya, S.A. Burbank Podcast. We're S.A. Burbank, David K. Montoya Podcast. <laughs> the game plan, yeah. The, uh, the show. Make it up. This actually makes <laughs> And see, I came up with more. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. It's Monday night, so let's find out what the fuck we think. I'm David K. Montoya. And I am S. E. Burbank. We have yet another show filled with a whole bunch of useless shit. All right. But I'm good at useless shit. <laughs> but we're going to get a lot of laughs. <laughs> I'm laughing already. Yeah. <laughs> I'm easy, though. <laughs> um, you know what? One thing I want to make an announcement, and, and we kind of... Kind of chatted about this a little bit uh, and I think we're going to just put a plug here because this is okay. your show essentially you know um, you have a book out Red Hills Green Vines Dried Monkey Meat for dinner for dinner and <laughs> yeah I forgot the for, for dinner part um, and what we want is you can go online and you can purchase this book on various online stores yeah but our goal is to actually get the the book into stores. The actual book itself. On a shelf. I'm dying to see my book on a shelf. So this is the <laughs> game plan, folks. What I'm asking you, and I know this is really bad to say publicly, but you know what? I, I'll stoop this low. It's okay. <laughs> we have no pride. <laughs> no. Nah, I'll grovel if I need to. Um Call Barnes and Nobles, specifically Barnes and Nobles, and say, you know what? I want this book. It's by the author S. Sadie Burbank. And when you ask for it, they'll say, okay, we'll bring it in. And it's totally up to you whether or not you, if you want to buy it or not. It, it is. It really is. But the whole method behind the madness is to bring the books into the stores. And if enough people do it, and it I mean, even one copy. You know, the one copy is just going to sit there behind the desk for a certain amount of time. Yeah, I want it on the sh I want it out on the table in the aisle, man, right? Where people see it. But after that <laughs> that period of just sitting there, they're going to put it in, you know, the aisles. They're, it's going to go where it needs yeah. to go, and it's going to be there. It's going to be, um, for public display essentially. Who do I got to pay to get it in the center aisle? And how much do they want? <laughs> Maybe I could get Taylor Swift to uh, <laughs> do her thing for me. <laughs> That's bad. Have her write a forward for you. I wasn't thinking about her writing anything. Well, you know, we, we all know how great and wonderful of a writer she is. Well, yeah, we do that. But I was having, I was thinking of her applying her, <clears throat> let me say, maybe putting her head to the problem there is kind there of what go. I was thinking. But anyway... But we have some news for Taylor later on in the yeah, show. Yeah, we do. We do. We don't want to pick on her right now. No, we're just warming up. But I just, I, uh, if that would help, I'd ask. <laughs> I don't know. What, you know, I see lots and lots and lots of books. I go to Barnes & Noble. Uh-huh. I see books on their shelves. I go to Costco. I see books on their shelves. And I'm like, how the fuck did they get there? Why is my book, which has been out since uh, 2011, uh -huh. why is my book not on somebody's shelf somewhere where people can walk by and go, well, that's interesting looking. Maybe I'll buy that. And 
you know, the way it was crafted. I mean, you designed the outlook of the, the cover. Right. And right. then. With Rebecca's help, Rebecca. Yeah, added Rebecca to put it. it together. Right. Um, and then I kind of crafted the outside, you know, the color right. and the text right. and all that. And I, I put it all together purposely so it'll pop. Yeah. You know, um, if someone walks by, it's going to grab your attention. I want yeah. it to be kind of loud. It's, Not it too a, loud, it's but It's a noticeable color. Noticeable colors, I should say. It's, yes. It's a noticeable book. It's not just a plain green background with gold writing or whatever. Right. So what I'm asking the listeners is, is just to call up, request the book. Again, whether or not you want to purchase the book, that's entirely up to you. We're not asking anybody to spend any money. We're just asking to spend five minutes on the phone saying, we want Red Hills Green Vines Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner by S. Sadie Burbank. Yeah, please. And that's it. Please do, if you, if you would. Appreciate it. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into our regularly, regularly scheduled program. Easy for you to say. I know. <laughs> Each and every week, we get emails from all our great listeners all around the world, good, bad, and different. Yes. And we call this our email brown bag special. Yes. What do we got this week? Well, the first one we got this week was submitted to us by Jeannie McCoy from Anniston, Alabama. Okay. Or as we used to say when I was in Georgia, Bama, bet your ass. <laughs> um, she says, oh my gosh, that episode was fantastic. I laughed myself to tears with Sadie's rant. I agree that Taylor Swift is famous only because she knows how to use her mouth on music executives. She cannot sing. And she is a horrible songwriter. My friends and I call her Tadoff Switler. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love for you to do a weekly rant on Tadoff here and on your other show. So she must mean what, uh, don't, don't Get, get Us Started. started. Yeah. So, gee, Jeannie, does that mean you listen to Don't Get Us Started, too? I guess so. Cool. And if you do... Uh, Lacey and I were just saying today, we sure wish we'd get some email about Don't Get Us Started. So if you have anything to say about that, if you do the same thing you did to, to email us about what we think, only click on Don't Get Us Started instead, you'd really get Lacey excited. For sure. For sure. Now, what what did she call her? Tadoff Switler. Like Adolf Yeah, yeah. But I why? I mean, but what? Oh, well, I didn't don't know. didn't say? She doesn't say why, but, the, the you know, it makes sense to her, and that's all that counts. <laughs> it's funny. So and it's it is okay. funny. It is It is funny. So at least you're not, you know you're not alone in this world with people no, that... No, I kind of had a feeling I wouldn't be, <laughs> I, you know, it. <clears throat> water seeks its own level, and the Peter Principle is still alive and well. Right. Ship still floats to the top. <laughs> so between those two philosophical comments, you can find Taylor Swift in there somewhere, in my opinion. But thank you, Jeannie McCoy from Bama Bet Yo Ass, for dropping us a line. We appreciate it. Next one is from Colleen Pinfield in California. Big state, but we'll just take California and be glad we got that. Okay, that's all she put was That's California. all she's okay. got. That's cool. That's, that's very cool. cool. Messages, I got a kick out of this week's saying goodbye with Blue 2. Oh, yes. 
very cute and a little smiley face. I thought it was one of you guys' best shows yet. Your guys' best shows yet. And I look forward to next week's show. Which is gonna, is up right now, um, you know, because we record a week in advance. Yeah, we do. And to be honest with you, that was probably one of top five favorite shows I've ever done. You know, yeah. podcast period. Yeah. And I, I guess it kind of helped because I was so loaded on caffeine. You were I, wired. Dude, you were wired. And I just kind of kept going and going. Oh, man. All we all we needed was a half a dozen Krispy Kremes at the same time. <laughs> and you'd have, been, you'd have been on the ceiling. Dude, that, you, were, you were hot to go. Listen, I... I know that I have a memory that's shorter than some of my husband's anatomy, but what the fuck is Bluetooth? What, what, who did we say goodbye to that's Bluetooth? Bluetooth was the dog. Remember the dog oh, died? Oh, that's right. The little doggy. Yes. yes. Okay. Sorry about that. I forgot. <laughs> See, what can I tell you? Eh, well, sure. it wasn't really, I, I didn't think it was really that in, impressionable. Of a segment, but because well, she got a kick out of it. But I wanted to bring something lighthearted to it because, you know, people are dying. That's not a really funny segment, but I, I just felt <laughs> no, it is not for them anyway. But I felt it necessary to give people respect. You know, yeah. that have really yeah. contributed something yeah. to this world. Yeah. But I seen that and I was like, oh, I have to do it. Yeah. I, I have to do it. It was just funny. Cool. Okay, and the last one this week is from Kelly Hickey. Does that sound familiar? Kelly Hickey is, uh, she's got a reply address at Lady uh, Line Lazarus. What do they call the line? Underscore? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yes, okay. yes, yes. That name she's, does sound familiar. She says, that's so cool that you read my tweet on air. I love uh, hashtag what we think. I love the fact that you named your company after your hashtag kids. Also, would you post a link to deport Justin Bieber? I know a few people that'll sign it. Love you guys. <laughs> I don't know if there is a link uh, up and available right now to get rid of the Biebs, but um, there might be. There might be. There might be. We could always start one. Um... But then maybe you might not want to. <laughs> there is a petition going around right now. Is there a link to the petition is what she wants. There... She wants to make contact okay. with it. This is what you do. Uh, and this is going to save me some time to do it. Go to the tw- it's uh, twitter.com slash jazomodcast with the number one. That's oh. our Twitter address. Okay. And... Scroll through the different tweets that we get from people. Right. And the person that tweeted us last week about, you know, deporting Justin Bieber. And that would have been approximate date for them, the listener. Because remember, our last week and their last week isn't the same. I check it. I feel so much like Ellen DeGeneres. She does that every now and then. She goes, is it this week? Is Is it this week to them or is it next week to them? Well, because of our schedule, that's you. Yeah, but she does that too. Sometimes I'm up on. Well, most of the time I'm up on. I wouldn't mind being Ellen DeGeneres. She's so smart and cute and rich (laughs) and shit and funny. Oh my God, she's funny. But I would. I would say between September 1st to September 5th, those five days. Somewhere in that time frame. um, You'll see a a 
tweet to us okay. about, you know, because we read it on air. Right. Um, but because the link was so long, that's why I cut it out. Right. Because I didn't want to say www. blah 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 blah. You know. Right. So you right. go there, you find the tweet, you click on the link, and it takes you to that petition. Okay. And that saves me the time and trouble of, of having to find it, it and putting it up online yeah. and all yeah. that. So if you're serious about wanting to sign the petition, that's how you can do it. And we thank you for your email and Twitter Twitter tweet. tweet. The tweet. <laughs> Oh, Grandma has trouble with the vernacular. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, we do thank you for not only that, but for you listening so much to us. I'm glad you are. I, that's. I think it's cool. I'm. I'm. I'm still amazed, pleasantly surprised whenever I find out people are actually out there listening to us. I, it's, it's fun. It's it is neat. fun. It is. It's. It's totally fun to sit here and. Blah, 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 and they go, oh, that's so fucking funny. And, yeah. and the, the amusing part is, is when we started with Gwen and Burbank, it was not a funny show. No, it wasn't funny. Well, we weren't trying to be funny. Not that we're necessarily trying to be now. Uh, but no, we were on a whole different kick. We were into nostalgia, and, and then right. I was getting philosophical, and that gets old fast. And I was actually thinking about this too. It's like, where did we, where did we get our format? Because we kind of knew what uh, a format that we were going to use, but we didn't necessarily necessarily say we we're going to do it about celebrities. No, but you you sat down and made a list of stuff. Yeah, of, of, of that things that we're going to talk about, yeah. but I never actually said about celebrities. It's just that we couldn't find anything else to talk. And, about. Well, interesting enough, episode one of what we think, uh, Russo was a guest here. Yeah. And just you and him going on about, uh, you know, different celebrities and, and yeah. how stupid they were. Yeah. That is what set me into. That's what got you going. Looking yeah. for celebrities. Because then after that episode, we actually kind of went back into a very uh, Win and Burbank kind of feel. Because I, yeah. I talked about, um, you know, going to Vegas and, and, yeah. and having that whole issue with the rental car people. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we, just by the numbers, I, I seen that people were turned off by that. So we yeah. kind of switched it up by number yeah. four back into the Hollywood thing and numbers went back up and yeah. we've been going since. Yeah. And I think this is, this is episode 17. Okay. Of what we think. So we've, okay. we've been doing it consistently for a while. Okay. Well, there's so much fodder, if you will, for uh, the the program in Hollywood. I mean, there are very few people in Hollywood who are like just ordinary, <laughs> yeah, going to work kind of people. You know, right? Most of them, and it's I don't think it's got to do with their egos or anything. But we can get into that later. I think it's just kind of the way they are. I guess I don't know. We'll get into that later. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. But um, and and the how do I let's see. Again, and I'm going to use your term because when you said it that one time, I just died laughing. I'm going to pat myself on the back without trying to break my arm. <laughs> um, if you listen to us, you know that's funny because that's such an old saying. That saying's older than I am, and I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> just shows you if you hang around long enough, shit always comes back. You can use it again. Absolutely. Everybody will go, my God, that's the funniest fucking thing I ever heard. And you go, really? Oh, good. Okay, I'll use that one again for a while then. 
Anyway. But telling a story, or just podcasting in general. Yeah. Uh, from Win and Burbank 1 to now what we think number 17. Yeah. I think our response time is so much better because before it was kind of like, okay, I have to think of something, say it out loud, you think of what I just said, then you respond to it. Now it's it's almost like an instant. It was like, I just shoot shit out of my mouth, you catch it, you throw it back, and we're just like, boom, 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 boom. And we just got a, a good roll. We're good at throwing out and catching shit. Shit. <laughs> That's what the fuck I think. Anyway... Okay, well, each and every week we get together and we find out what sorry poor son of a bitch croaked this week. <laughs> and we appropriately name it Saying Goodbye. I think we should call it What Sorry Son of a Bitch Croaked This Week. I think that's a much better title for the segment. <laughs> I was saying goodbye sounds so formal. But, hey, you name it what you want. That's okay with me. I don't care. This, say goodbye. Who are we going to say goodbye to today? This week we say goodbye to Ray Doby. Now, does that ring a bell? Dolby? Dolby. Is it Doby or Dolby? Dolby. Yeah. Dolby sounds familiar. Like Dolby surround yeah, sound. Yeah, not so much the, the Ray part, but the Dolby does. He is the founder of Dolby Studios, Sound Studios. Um, he is the creator of the Dolby surround sound. He, in his lifetime, has won 10 Academy Awards for his sound. Really? Yes. Um, he passed away this week at 87, I believe, and it was, a. Uh, it says that he passed away from Alzheimer's disease. Um, plus, he was also diagnosed this summer with leukemia. Mm, bad combo. Yes. Get sick all the time and not remember why. That's terrible for me to say. But. That's bad. That's bad. Honey, why do I feel so sick? I can't remember. <laughs> you asshole, you have leukemia. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. you got to erase that. Oh, no, oh, I'm not. That's bad. That's bad. <laughs> oh, we're cracking ourselves why up do I, here Why tonight. do I ache? I can't understand why. Shut up. you got Alzheimer's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's bad. That's bad. No, there's all kind of people out there with Alzheimer's and their families. They're going to resent that. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought that was hilarious. You know what? That's probably not nice. As it? someone who <laughs> lived with um, all somebody, okay. Let me go back even further. My great grandmother, the one that raised me, mm -hmm. she died from complications of of Alzheimer's. See? Did she know? <laughs> At the end, no. Let's see, there you go. And you know what? It was a very, <laughs> very taxing process in my life because I had to live with her, you know, all the time. Other than, other than, um, you know, going to school, and whatnot. So I understand Alzheimer's. My grandfather died from Alzheimer's, and if I can laugh at that fucking <laughs> joke, then so can you. And if not, get the fuck over it. Thank you. <laughs> Now I got a goddamn video to show. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, of Alzheimer's? No. <laughs> of leukemia? No. Of Ray Dolby? Of Ray Dolby. Okay. How does it enhance the experience? You know, I never wanted to enhance any experience. Uh, all I wanted to do was was make the sound as accurate as possible. What what 
goes into the microphone, comes out the loudspeaker without any nonsense in between. So that really, our, our quest has really been to, to achieve accuracy. And, and some people imagine that there are other more exotic things that we have in mind, but it's not true. That's cool. That is cool. You know, it's, it's interesting because we tend to assume incorrectly that that's just the nature of the beast, that you know, what goes in the microphone is what comes out. Obviously, that didn't always used to be the case. That is true. Or that was poorly said, grammatically speaking. <clears throat> Obviously, that wasn't always the case. And we have Ray Dolby to thank for it. So bye-bye, Ray. And, you know, why, the way we listen to not only movies and uh, TV, but, you know, then they started putting his uh, system, his sound systems in the cars. So before there was THX, we had... Uh, his system and and he he was the one who brought us to a better quality of sound in fact we use the adobe um converter for this for we, this podcast we do ourselves yes so, so where would we be without him they'd be <laughs> our listeners would be going huh <laughs> what'd she say you'd get you'd get kind of like me <laughs> you'd get one channel of mono sound It'd be like Harrison Ford on a bad day. I was just watching a Sunday morning. Oh, uh, I'll wait. No. Oh, well, okay. Let me just back up. Yeah. So with that being said, we say goodbye. Bye. Peace out. Bye, Ray. Okay, go ahead. I was just watching a thing um, on Sunday morning. They were talking about this sound that, that a lot of celebrities at least people who are recorded a lot uh-huh. are making lately when they talk there's it's actually got a name i forget what it is because it's to me it's kind of strange um uh, what's your face um shit the one that wrote you're a firecracker um oh God, it's cute dark preacher's kid dark hair uh, was Katie Mary, Perry? Was, yeah Katie Katie Perry. Perry. there you go um, well, dark hair last week. Who knows this week? Anyhow, um, she was one of them who does it. That uh, they the, the description of the sound they make when they talk is that they sound like they're like really, really tired, and they sort of go uh, like that at the end of a sentence or at the end of a word. Really? Yeah. And I don't. I can't even do it like they do. They they were actually imitating it. Uh-huh. It was on CBS Sunday Morning, you know, that Sunday morning show for old people. And uh, since I am, I watch it. <clears throat> and it was interesting. I don't know what the fuck brought that to mind. Well, because I, I got into talking about Harrison Ford on a bad day. Oh, yeah, and made that funny sound. Never and then that's what those girls ever. sound like. They talk like this. The, the, the K-Girls do it, so I thought you'd know about it, because you're so up on the K-Girls. <clears throat> you love them so. You know what? I actually had a point of just overfill on them, and you're I didn't even with, look. You're I didn't even, here with them now? Yeah, I didn't Finally. even look them up this week. Finally. Well, you don't have to look them up. They look you up somehow. They're insidious, like a bad disease. For real, They yeah. just kind of creep into your life. 
There they are again. You know, you go to the grocery store, innocently enough, thinking all you're going to look at is Butterfingers and Orbit gum, and wham, there's a Kardashian's ass in your face. I don't know. It is literally the ass in your it face. It is literally the ass in your face. Or if not your face, someone else's. <laughs> but, you know, maybe they're putting their best foot forward the only way they can. Right. Speaking of which, you got that look on your face. <laughs> I I will wait. Okay. I will All wait. Right. Okay. Because I, she's not a Cardassian. Okay. But she's the the devil spawn of the Cardassian. So oh. I have some news on oh, Chris. Right, okay. I have some interesting news on Chris. Well, let's hurry up and get through the next segment then, so we can hear it. Okay. Well, also each and every week we always find some asshole that does something good. Yeah. And for some reason we call this the helping hand. This week, Dr. Oz. Do we know who Dr. Oz is? I know who Dr. Oz is. Absolutely. Okay, check this out. Dr. Oz runs to help a... uh, Yeah, for you to say. (coughs) Dr. Oz runs to help a rush to... Now, this... Now, mind you... It's not you. It's the way it's written. I was going to say, now, mind you, I, I literally edit, copy, and paste the headline. This is the way it's written. Runs to help a rushed to the scene outside. What the fuck? Who wrote that shit? Um, that's that's actually nine msn.com.au. Well, okay, so, I want their job. So let's see if I can do a. Why can't I have a job a like visual. that? I can write intelligently. Okay, take three. <laughs> Doctor Oz rushed to the scene outside New York City's Rockefeller Center to help. Out when a yellow cab jumped the curb and struck a pedestrian. Now wow. that that's some real helping hand shit right there. Yeah, and then they go, "Is there a doctor in the house or on the corner?" And he goes, well, "I'm a doctor. Well, I'm a doctor on TV. <laughs> what's that? What's that ad? I'm not really a doctor, but I stayed at Holiday Inn or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not really a doctor, but I play one on TV." No, he's a doctor. He is a real doctor. Yes, he's a real physician. Yes, he is. Dr. Oz, which, interesting enough, as I read this, my eye instantly follows, and the first word is incorrect in this. Dr. Oz who? Well, see who. See what's missing? Oh, there's no dot. (laughs) There's no dot. There is no dot. So it's D-R-O-Z. So it, it... it could actually be interpreted as draws. I want this job. I want this job. How come I can't have a job like this? I know punctuation. I I studied it in school. I want this job. For reals. I'm very good at it. Okay, so here we go. Anyway. Dr. Oz, who has his own TV show and was a regular guest on the Oprah Winfrey program, went to help after hearing the accident. But he said... A good Samaritan was the hero. Ju- uh, David Justino, mm-hmm. a plumber from New York, took action removing his belt and using it as a tourniquet. Now, did his pants fall down? His <laughs> that's where I was Plumber's going. Butt. That was where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that guy helping the lady with his belt? Oh, that's a plumber. <laughs> How can you tell? Well, look at his ass. No, oh, I. Oh well. And I'm sorry, I stole your joke. It's okay because I was gonna say, as the son of a plumber, uh, yes. If you can't take that joke, <laughs> fuck you. Okay, back to what I was saying. Anyway, 
Uh, with he, help. With a tourniquet. He did yeah. use a tourniquet. Dr. Oz said on his Facebook page, okay. with the help of the New York City first responders who are the best in the world, which could be argued. Could be. The woman was treated and rushed to a local hospital. Well, good. I applaud the quick, th- quick thinking and the heroic actions of David. Well, thank you. I, I try to be <laughs> very heroic and quick thinking. And the first responders. My prayers are with the victim for a speedy recovery. Uh-huh. Then after that, it's blah, blah, fucking blah, 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 blah. blah, 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 blah. And I've lost interest uh, because the title is very misleading. Dr. Oz didn't do shit. This other guy did. Yeah. Well, who, wait, who got thrown in the bushes? What's that last paragraph down there? Oh, it's just another story. She was thrown in the bushes screaming. Most of her leg was just there on the sidewalk. Under it was the, cab? the chick that got hit by the, the cab. It was the what? It was the lady that got hit by the, the cab. She was thrown into the bushes? Yes. What's, who's, who's, oh, he's the, oh, he's the, he was an onlooker, this guy. Yes. Mohammed El Syed, it looks like. A yes. A 34-year-old food seller told the Telegraph it was a terrible scene. She was thrown into the bushes. She was screaming. Most of her leg was just there on the sidewalk underneath the cab. We all did, we did all we could to help. Well, that had to be pretty gory. Okay, well, and you all did... and all Doctor Oz can say was the plumber took his belt off. Yeah, to make a tourniquet. Didn't yeah. bother to say why he had to make a tourniquet. Like her leg was under the cab. Okay. Uh, do well, a anyway. quick read through. No, no. You know what? In all fairness to Doctor Oz, it's probably the asshole that wrote this. Because I'm telling you, <laughs> we start out without a period after doctor. We're not going to go very far. And. You know it's bad when there's no there's no writing credit to it. Oh, see, didn't even have the balls to say who he was no. or she. Oh wait. Oh wait, there was one. A byline. Oh, a byline. Let's see. Oh, at first I thought it was AP, but it's AAP. It's I thought a- that was AARP. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I had my fill of that story. Okay, and me too. Well, anyway, thank you, Doctor Oz, for not doing anything, but. Bringing, uh, what's his face, Justin Justino to our attention. David Justino. J- David Justino, good for you. Hope you didn't lose your belt. All right, boys and girls, now we're going to get on the fun. Okay. Because each and every week we always find out who's done what that was really fucking stupid. And oh, that, one of these man. days I'm actually, I might actually change the segments because I always have something. Do we, do we really have enough time? To get through... To go through all of the people this week who've done something stupid? Well, let's see. We've got... Okay, you see headline news. Right there, headlines, headlines. right? Ta-da. Okay, now watch. Each space is another story. So you got oh that one, God. you got that one, you got oh that one, that God. one, that one, that one, that one, and that one. Oh, my God. We may have to go an extra half hour tonight. We might. Okay. We got that one and that one, and then we get into geek news. Oh, my goodness. Well, we had better talk faster or quit fucking around. Headline news. Dina. Oh, I like that. Did that sound good? Oh, I snorted. I might actually have to put some type of music behind that and make that a make that the theme. Yeah, the headline news. Okay. Okay. Starting things off. Yeah. Lindsay Lohan's dipshit mom 
Oh, that's Dina, that was. I saw Dina the name, Lohan was arrested for drinking and driving. Oh, like mother, like daughter, or like daughter, like mother. Which is it? They're both fucked up. They seem to be. It's well, it's around the house, you know. You got to drink something. Yeah. If you don't have Monster or Mountain Dew or Dr Pepper <clears throat> or any others. And here's the scary thing. Ooh, geez. is that her? That is her. Ah, uh, she's not aging well. No. Mugshot. That's a mugshot, all right. Uh-huh. Okay. Are you showing that to our listeners? We will show that to the listeners. Oh, my goodness. Brace yourselves, folks. <laughs> Brace yourselves. All right. She looks like I feel in the morning. Dina Lohan was arrested for drunk driving in Long Island, New York, last night. The cops say her blood alcohol level was more than twice the legal limit. They don't say how much more, though. Mm. It does. Later, it gets down there. Mm. Lindsay Lohan's 50-year-old mother was pulled over on Northern State Parkway by New York City police around 11 p.m. Thursday night after she was allegedly going 77 in a 55 in her white BMW. During the stop, cops say she appeared intoxicated and tested her blood alcohol level, which registered at um, I'll say that's more than twice. Yeah, because Shit. it's more than twice the legal limit of point zero eight. Yeah. Holy mother of God. According, She's lucky she didn't kill anybody. For reals. According to officials, Lohan made allegations that uh, she was injured during the course of the arrest. <laughs> but when medical personnel responded to the scene and determined she was fine, Dina recanted her claim. So he's like, oh, you hurt me. Stop hurting me. And they're like, you're fine. Okay, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it, it's, uh, yeah. So. I'll show the mugshot. I'm sorry? The mugshot. You want to see the mugshot again? Yeah, I, no, show the listeners the mugshot. Oh, I definitely will. Oh, okay. Um, there was something here that I just wanted to post it. Da, 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 blah, blah, blah. You know, uh, okay, it must have been somewhere else I read this because I, I was, had a follow-up. Uh, anyway, interesting enough, Lindsay Lohan, who is now clean and sober, went to her mom, mom's house to see how she was doing and actually gave her a lecture about being responsible and drinking and driving. Well, she ought to know. She's heard that lecture enough herself. Yes. Which I can't wait for her to fall off the wagon because when these people start getting help and they get better, I lose shit. I lose content to talk about. <laughs> okay. Well, Lindsay may stay on the wagon, but the rest of the family's fucked up. So, yeah, you know, cool. there'll still be something to talk about. <clears throat> oh, my God. New show, show ho. That's what they're calling her. Uh, she's a show ho for sure. Miley Cyrus's new wrecking ball. Um, Let's see. About well, flow. How do I explain this? I can't even. I can't. I'm reading that sentence and it doesn't make sense. Well, it was me making notes. Oh, oh. Well, that's probably why it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, they were just scattered oh, notes. Sorry about that. I was taking the notes and I was trying to form it into a sentence. Okay. Uh, Miley Cyrus came out with a new single today called "Wrecking Ball," and after I watched Is that the singular. Yes. Wrecking ball. Wrecking balls. Not balls. Not balls. Just, okay. All and, right. just, and you'll find out why in a checking, minute. Just you'll, checking. You'll find okay. out why in a minute. Okay. okay. Um, and after watching the video, I realized that this song was so compelling about love and licking a sledgehammer 
and dry humping a, a wrecking ball. It was just so compelling. Is that what that song is about? Like, I'll let you judge for yourself, oh, ladies and gentlemen. Have to hear it. Wrecking ball. Is there ball. a printout with the words so I can read it? Because I won't understand what she's saying. We called, we chained our hearts in vain. We jumped, never asking why. We kissed, I fell under your spell of love. No one could deny. Don't you ever say I just walked away. I will always want you. She never meant to start a war, but that's that's all I could take for that. Sorry, you know what folks. that rhymes with? I'm a whore. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. I never meant to start a war, but what are you gonna do? I'm a whore. There you go. I can write songs like that too. And when asked, Miley Cyrus said the video is more than me being naked. Not damn much more, it isn't. Oh. Miley Cyrus insisted that the people need to disregard all the bare skin <laughs> and use their imagination to work out what the video is really about. You know, I'm sorry, but I remember when it was the other way around. They wore dresses and you used your imagination to figure out what the video was about underneath the dress. But no, not anymore. You, now they're naked and you got to imagine what they look like with clothes with on. With clothes on. She oh, says that fuck. if you look at her eyes... <laughs> Which I can't hardly stand to do but anyway <laughs> and not her in the wrecking ball video you, you will see, see the vulnerability, vulnerability and sadness, sadness there. there well honey if you're vulnerable and sadness i suggest that you put on a few clothes that'll take care of the vulnerability vulnerability problem 
And it might even take care of some of the sadness, too, because people will stop mistaking you for a hooker. That's true. Now, when I seen this, for some reason, that mime that was on Facebook about Billy, you know, picture of Billy Ray Cyrus and says, I should have pulled out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, well, he's got to have some type of statement about this. What's going on? I would think he would have something to say about it. Well, after a very quick Google search. Didn't take long. Billy Ray Cyrus said, it wouldn't have mattered if Miley had worn jeans and a flannel shirt, a tux. Tux. That's what I said, a tux. Oh, I thought you said a tux. Or a nun's habit. The song is a smash. And her performance vocally on the tune reflects her roots and sheer God-given talent. That Quote, sounds like something a dad would say Billy Ray about Sons. a daughter he was proud of. I guess. I, 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 hey, I got nothing for that. Yeah, me neither. So do you agree with me that the music video in the song itself was so entangled in the concept of not only love, but the importance on licking inanimate objects and dry humping a chain on a ball. Let me put it this way. I didn't think that the words in the song conveyed any particular meaning. I I I I didn't get it. I didn't get the association between the song and the set. Right, right, okay? right. And now, I don't know. Was the set her doing? Or did they have like a set designer? or a, I mean, who does those things? I don't know. I really don't know. Don't, when it comes either. to music video, I know very little. I have a feeling that if some guy said, we're going to have you be butt naked and climb up on this ball and and, you know, do your thing on it. She probably said, oh, okay. Okay. Whatever. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I honestly look forward for the next couple years, and I hope we, we maintain this show for uh, you know, a few I more years. So. Uh, because I have a really strong gut feeling that Miley Cyrus is going to make Lindsay Lohan look like an angel. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, she's certainly starting out in that direction. I um I don't know maybe I'm old fashioned, but uh, now I don't watch a lot of videos, movie or music videos. In right. fact, that's probably the first one I've seen since Michael died. Okay. Okay. Um, is this common? I mean, is this an is this was this an extraordinarily naked? A video, if that's the right term, or is... well, yeah, because it made headlines, the news of, of you know, and there are lots of other girls out there and guys doing that level of music. Yes, but, are they all doing it naked but, too? But not butt ass naked. Well, that's what I'm saying. It, what was it extraordinary in that regard? Because to me, it was extraordinary in terms of her self-loathing, if you will, her lack of self-regard. It, it seems as though she has none. And so I was wondering, is that the norm for these days? Maybe she's just like all the rest of the kids, and they're all going, what's wrong with that? And I'm going, fuck me if I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, I, at my age, you know, you step back at a certain point, 
you step back and you say, go ahead, guys, you, I'll catch up, I'll catch up, go ahead, do your thing. And I'm not going to dictate that to you, okay? Because I'm not buying your records anymore, I'm not buying your mags anymore, I'm not contributing to your delinquency anymore. So go ahead and do your thing. I'm not your mother, I'm not your grandma, I'm not your father confessor or anybody else. If, if this is what you want to fuck up your life with, go ahead. It's your life to fuck up. You get, you get that choice. I had my choice. Right. You get your choice. I'm, I'm very pro choice in that sense of the word. I don't think it's up to me to dictate to somebody how they should live their lives. On the other hand, that doesn't mean that I'm going to watch it and like it. No. Because to me, it's a very sad commentary on this young lady's regard for herself. It's, it's as if, if, like her father said, if she could have sung that song in a nun's habit, then I say, why the fuck didn't she? Exactly. If the song had that much going for it, if it could have stood up that well on its own as a song, then I think that maybe it would have even been more interesting if she was riding the ball in a nun's habit. I don't know. It could have, you know, could have been a little subliminal thing going on I, there. I, but I think, honestly, I think it would have been more entertaining. Well, it would have been more entertaining for me. But the, but the point is, he's trying to say, well, the song is so great, you know, it wouldn't it matter what matter. she was wearing. Right. And the, the fact of the matter is, in my opinion, the song is shit. It doesn't hold up. It doesn't, you know... I grew up listening to Cole fucking Porter, for Christ's sake. I was these kids didn't. Kids these days get out of high school without the basic understanding of the language they were born to. They right. don't know how to speak it, read it, or write it. So what do you want? This is what they do with what they've got to work with, which is pretty much nothing. Which, in turn, gives us plenty of material for our show. <laughs> yes, it certainly does. It gives me plenty of material for my rant. Um, I'm going to change up something here okay. midway through the show. Okay. Instead right. of dogging and, and, and giving somebody a hard time, yeah. I actually want to give somebody a pat on the back. Oh, good. Oh, good. Who shall we pat? Um, Carrie Underwood. I like Carrie Underwood. She. Um, I've always liked Carrie Underwood. She was. She's live at a concert. And she just really got into the dancing. Okay. Now, I know what you're staring at is, is actually something negative, but I'm turning this negative into a positive. Okay. Because when I seen the video, I, I actually seen something completely opposite of what was being written. Um, she got into the... She just got into the moment. She was singing and dancing, mm-hmm. and, and she fell. Oh. On stage in front of thousands and oh. thousands of people. But she's a pro. But, yeah. But the thing was, is with, well, let me show you. I think, let me show you this. I think it's still more sense if you see it. It wasn't a fall, really, was it? Just sort of a sit. That maybe she was tired. Um, she actually the garment she was wearing. Uh-huh. It looked like she tripped on. Now looking, watching on on a big screen TV, I actually seen that there was a garment. She um, had a garment malfunction. Yeah, and she tripped on the garment. Yeah, damn thing. But the thing is, is 
There was no change in pitch, no, no change in tone. She kept going. Got it. She's got it. And um, to me, she's that's a pro. And that was very professional. And that's I just absolutely professional. That's what you do. And I know our listeners are like, "What the fuck? Why aren't you?" But no. You got to put in a little something good for somebody. I think so. And if you want to put in something good for somebody, Mm -hmm. can I put in something good for somebody that's not on your list? That you know of? Okay. That I know of. Okay. Good. Okay. Danielle Bradbury. Okay. I don't know. The name is not rolling off everybody's tongue just yet, but brace yourself, folks. It will be Danielle Bradbury was this season's winner of The Voice. Oh, okay. She's a country western singer, was born to that genre moment, that work, that genre. She's, I think, now 17. She was 16 when she first auditioned and went on the show at her Uh mother's behest. Her mother, I guess, just literally dragged her down there and put her on the show and said, yes, you will go on this show, (laughs) you know, because you can sing. You know, up to then she was singing to her mirror in the bathroom or whatever. The child is just incredible. She has an incredible voice, an incredible style. She is such a professional. She is... You know what really bothered me about her was that I recently read where she signed to... A record label. Uh huh. But they said that she signed to Taylor Swift's record label. Ah. Uh. <laughs> uh, in fact, she signed to the same record label that Taylor Swift signed to, which is a whole big ball of wax difference. Yes. Okay. But if you get a chance, you can hear her on YouTube, you can hear her on uh, The Voices website. You can just Google her and hear her practically anywhere. You won't regret it. The, the woman sings like a country angel. She's fantastic. And she's beautiful besides. And she's nice. Everybody has all, everyone who knows her has said of her, she's really a nice kid. Now, and she keeps her fucking clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what do you know? You can be nice, talented, popular, and famous. <clears throat> And keep your clothes on. And skilled, and keep your clothes on. And she writes songs, but I don't think she's recorded any of them yet. Gotcha. So she's my vote for replacement for Miley and Taylor. What what did they call her? What did they call her? Danielle Bradbury. No, 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 no. Uh, In the email, they called uh, Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, Tay Dolph. Swittler. Tate off Swit. There we go. Okay. No wonder the baby says okay all the time. Because I say okay so much? I do too. I'm always saying okay. What do you know about Russell Brand? I like Russell Brand. I know Russell Brand was married to Katy Perry. Yes. I know Russell Brand was the voice of the Easter Bunny in that movie, the Easter Bunny or whatever Hop. the fuck it was. Hop. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that movie. He's yes. a funny guy. He was in a remake of Arthur, and I loved him in that. Yes, that was funny. I don't know anything about him personally. Uh-huh. That is to say, you know, how he is when he's off camera, what kind of a person he is or anything like that. But I, I, I appreciate the talent that I have seen of him in movies and so forth so far. Well, he is 
very educated. And if you actually listen yeah. to him speak, just yeah. speak normally, yeah. you can tell how high of an education he yeah. has. Very intelligent. There you go. Um, and one of the things... Well, he dumped re- Katie, so he must be smart. <laughs> Oh, did I say that out loud? Um, one of the or things. Maybe she that, dumped him. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I didn't care enough to really look into I it. I didn't either. Anyway. But the reason why, and this is another kudos, um, because most of Hollywood, they tell you how to, to think and speak and act, and most stars really don't have much an opinion. They have to be told by the executives this is what you're going to say about this matter. Hmm. Well, Russell Brand just, he speaks his mind. Good for him. Regardless of, of whatever repercussion, he just speaks his mind. Good for him. And Especially if he has one. Yes. Lots of people speak their mind and ought to keep shut. Well, Russell Brand, he actually got kicked out of uh, the GQ Awards for speaking his mind. What did he say? Um, they were making a big point. Now, he was invited by GQ... To, for this awards, but it was um, it was presented by Hugo Boss, which is. which is a designer. He yeah. is a designer, Hugo Boss. Okay. And Russell Brand was not pleased with this because he simply said, "Do you realize that Hugo Boss were the people that made the Nazi uniforms?" Is that true? That is true. I looked it up. Whoa. And I got a little video for you. Oh, goody. Thanks for this lovely award and uh, accompanying bag, John. That's really kind of you to be uh, sincere and sweet, particularly in this context. Fucking hell. Because this is not designed for uh, sincerity, this environment, you realize. (laughs) We will struggle if we start bringing sincerity into the situation. Thank you. Thank you for the Oracle Award, which to me sounds like something that has recently been made up. Like, don't sound like a legit award. Fuck, just Oracle Award, will you come? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Oracle Award. Thank you for Oracle Award. When I was a kid, it was a type of teletext, they were Oracle and CFAX. And they were reliable sources of information, so I'm very grateful to be considered in the same vein as that pixelated news source. Also, also glad to grace the stage where uh, Boris Johnson has just made light of uh, the use of chemical weapons in Syria, <laughs> meaning that GQ can now stand for Genocide Quips. <laughs> uh, I mention that only to make this next comment a bit lighter, because if any of you uh, that know a little bit about history and fashion will know that Hugo Boss made the uniforms for the Nazis. Like, and the Nazis did have flaws. But, you know, they did look fucking fantastic, let's face it, while they were killing people on the basis of their religion and sexuality. Genocide quips are okay. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's already been sanctioned. It's all cool. The the, the fellow that does our trains says it's cool. Like, literally all do go to school together then. Ed Miliband was, so it don't make no fucking difference. Wicked. Wicked. Just might as well vote for one class of really, really rich people. Oh, Rob. Rob, have you got... You're getting paid enough money to take it seriously. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm so sorry, bruv. <laughs> and Good for him. I think I like the man. Yes, uh, I and I, I, I forgot like to him. mention this area because the guy that was on before him kind of made a joke about the Syrian war. Yeah, apparently war, he did, and, yeah. and that didn't set well with him. Yeah, well, good for him, you know. I think it's important for people of his 
generation with his knowledge and awareness of, you know, he travels the world. Uh, it's good for him to speak out when he knows something that uh, the average Joe doesn't Does have not. a chance to know. Well, here comes the great part of this whole story. Okay. So he gets home and he's checking Twitter and he finds out, he finds his Twitter, or a tweet from the Hugo company. Yeah. And it said that Hugo was very um, offended by the remarks about, you know, comparing uh, the Hugo brand to the sil- the, uh, the war, you know, the, the civil war that's going on right now. And uh, he, Russ- didn't, he, he didn't. He didn't compare the Hugo brand to the Syrian war. But what Russell Brand wrote back was, is Nazis were offensive to all of mankind. They absolutely were. Perhaps their tweet was not worded that way. Maybe what he, they said in their tweet was that they were offended by what he said about Hugo Boss making the uniforms for the Nazis, not the comments that the previous person made about the Syrian war. Do you think? What did the tweet say? Do you know the the Hugo Boss tweet to uh, Mr. Mr. Brand? Does it do, are we privy to that information? Um, no, I oh, okay. I, I didn't think okay. That well, in any case, uh, yeah, I agree with uh, Mr. Brand. The Nazis were offensive uh, to all mankind, were and still are. Yes. Unfortunately, we are not Nazi free in this world. No. Just like we're not uh, Ku Klux Klan free in this world either. I know that one, too. Yeah. And now, a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18. But with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shurer's Bloody Hell t-shirt or non-members from 
pick up one of our ebooks for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jazelmon.com. All right, well, we're done with the, the little bit of patting on the back. Because yeah, I'm, I'm really happy to know that about him. I, I, if I knew how, I would tweet him and say, good for you, guy. Yes. But I don't know how to tweet. I don't have a smartphone. I can't. You can tweet off your computer. I can do what? You can tweet off your computer. Oh, can you? You'll have to show me how. Absolutely. Okay. I will tweet to him and tell him. That is the coolest thing ever. Um... So now we get into one of my favorite people. Yeah. <laughs> so the just beebs. the Beebs. The Beebs. The Beebs. BB baby. Um, Justin Bieber posted a picture on his Instagram. Now I don't know if you're in- familiar with Instagram. Yeah. Instagram is very much like Twitter, but it's specifically for pictures. Oh, okay. So you put up a picture and you put something underneath. Yeah, okay. And the Beebs, as you call him, which I, I do enjoy myself, yeah. um, he grew a mustache. And really, all by himself? Yes, he, and... Um, I mean, has he got that much testosterone? I don't there know. There you go. Oh, for fuck's sake, you call that a mustache? <laughs> he calls that a mustache. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, you, you know... You know, if he shaves more often, it'll actually grow in better. Yeah. Any woman can tell you that. Yeah, you know, we all started shaving our pits and legs and wish we hadn't because now they're just like hairy fuckers. But, you know, if he would, uh, yeah, if he'd shave more often, he'd get more hair. So this is the picture he posted on Instagram with him and his new mustache. What's that in his hand? Is he holding a big lighter or something? What is that? Is he going to burn his mustache? What is that in his hand? That's an earring. Oh, Okay. No, it's not. It's his chain. It's his silver chain. See, because over here... Oh, oh. And then over oh. here is the silver chain. Has to hold on to it? I guess. I don't oh, know. Fuck if I know. Yeah. But anyway, the the little... The little hairy face. Isn't that cute? <laughs> and and he said, sporting... Uh, what do you call it? The Look, there's a hair sticking out over there on the right on his chin. Down down the, on the on the right-hand side. See, up by the chain. Up, up there. Right here. A hair! Look, Mom, I've got a beard. <laughs> I can just hear him now. Um, oh, my So he, he, he put, uh, what did he put? He called it the beaver stash. 
and uh, pun intended. Yeah, and he, and well, it's not like hash, a snatch, but hey. yeah, that's true. And hash mark uh, swag. So interesting oh my enough, goodness. The and pe- all that lipstick too. I don't get it. I know. Oh well, whatever. The people that have my back in this world that knows <laughs> that I'm just too damn busy to tweet Justin Bieber and say, you know what? You should have been copulated into a, a washcloth instead of, you know, birth. But talk about he should have pulled out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the the online community, the people that have my back on the online community, they they reached out to the Beebs and they gave him such a hard time about his his Bieber stash. Well, it's it's not... How old is he again? 19, I think. He hasn't even gotten out of puberty yet. <laughs> and it looks like it. I mean, you know, there's a time and place for everything. I don't think it's time for him to grow a mustache yet. I don't think he's equipped. Either that or shave. Lacey, don't you find it true that when you shave, more hair comes in? See? Well, did you see that picture of the Beebs uh, mustache? Here, I'll pull it up. It's so precious. Look. And I said, what I think he should do is I think he should shave more often. It would make it grow better, right? That's what happens with my pits and my legs. The more I shave, the more it grows. So, yeah. Have a shave, guy. I know, I know. I told, I told Dave. I said, "Look at that one right there by his necklace. See, it's sticking out in that cute." He probably went running in. Mommy, mommy, I've got a beard. <laughs> probably so excited. But I don't really uh, have much of a beaver rant. No, well, it's hard. It, it, you don't need to. I mean, that thing rants for itself. And and online population. Um, Did you say copulation? <laughs> what? What are we talking about here? Online what? Oh, the population. The population. The people online. Yes. <clears throat> we the people on we Twitter. We the people on Twitter. Uh, gave him such shit that he actually shaved it. Oh, thank you. Well, now it's he's fucked because he's shaved it now. Yes. It will grow back. <laughs> I promise you. And then he'll go, oh, no, I have to shave again. I mean, it may take a week or two, maybe even a month, but it will grow back. And then he'll have to shave it again. Pretty soon, he'll actually be sporting a decent mustache. But I don't think he's got enough of a face for a mustache. He's got a very narrow, almost, one could say, feminine face. I I didn't want to necessarily go there. But he has has smaller masculine features than most young men his age. But then he's a small individual in terms of height and whatever. And so maybe maybe it's too much for the size of his face. Well, you know, and the funny thing is, is I find interesting is because I was kind of in the same boat. Yeah. Um, when I was roughly around that age, I, I couldn't grow a mustache or a beard. Me either. I had a hell of a time. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, is, is at that age, you want to have facial hair because it makes you look older. Yeah. yeah. And, you know. I can identify with that. When, <laughs> when you double your age and you're 36 going on 37 and you just wish... That you didn't have facial hair. See, now you shaved yours off, though, and then you regretted it. Yes, but it grows back quickly. But, but, 
you said you wished you didn't have facial hair. Well, swipe, swipe, shave, shave. It's well, yeah. gone. Well, yeah, I did. I did shave it off. Yeah. But I'm saying it would just be for the moment because yeah. it comes back. Right. I know. I know. Well, hey, we all have our cross to bear. At least you don't get fucking cramps with it, okay? <laughs> you don't want to go there. I can and, outdo you on those on those issues. And ladies and gentlemen, the reason why I did not go on a beaver rant is because I have something that I'm fairly certain is going to just set Sadie off the fucking chart. <laughs> Sadie's gonna rant. So yes. <laughs> In the headlines. Oh, my God. She's made the headlines again. Taylor Swift is still searching for a new muse because she's not dating oh, Brenton Thought. I don't even thought. Thought. Wait. Huh? Wait. It looks like Thwaites. It looks Thwaites? like you're supposed to say Swaites, only he's got a lift. And so he says Thwaites. Okay. That works. I don't know. Um, I'm just guessing. She, it's the only... The only muse that she has for writing music is that Mid. she's dating somebody. Yes. Apparently that is true, by the way, because I've been looking at some of her songs of late. Oh, yes. Yeah. If you can call them that. Well, there's Tadoff, right? Tadoff? There she is. Tadoff Switzer. And then the, oh, the guy. Switler. The. Um, uh, Brenton? Oh, that, is that her? Brenton, yes. Bren- Brenton. Yes. Thwaites. I couldn't. I couldn't call my name. I couldn't say my name that way. It would make me lift the rest of the day. <laughs> I know. I couldn't do it. And the article reads: If your dream is to have a breakup song written about you, then you still have and a you chance. You still have a chance. Ah. While it seems like Taylor Swift had her newest subject, and then it has a line through the subject, and then you back up and you go. Has or had her newest love interest, Brenton Thwaites. That's a terrible name. Now they're going to have to read the article like this. Yes. Can breathe a sigh of relief because no one is going to know all his dating dirt just, just yet. yet. Okay. Why? It was. Nah, it know. was rumored that. It was. Two, yeah, go ahead. It was rumored the two struck up. A nice little vibe while at the Toronto International Film Festival, but they apparently just met there and had a strictly platonic interaction that didn't involve any sweet nothings in anyone's ear. In other words, they they just were associates with benefits. Right. Okay. I get it. So, if you want to be in a Taylor Swift song... You have to whisper sweet nothings in her ear. Make her promises. Lie to her. Isn't her song Lie to Me? Yeah, really. Yeah, it's a good song. Too. And then he goes, aw, but these two would be, what is that? Would be totes gorged together. I don't know what I don't the get that. that says. I don't know. I don't know. You know, people just write shit down and people go, okay, print it. I don't know. So anyway, that's her. She's working on some new material for. She needs to work on some new material. Now, <laughs> speaking of new material, no, no, I'm. After this, folks, you're not going to hear much of me until this segment's finished because I'm sitting back and I'm getting comfortable. 
So tell me what you've dug up. What kind of uh, research you've done. Dug up is such an appropriate term because that can apply to many things. Dead bodies, shit. All kinds of things can be dug up. But I was on the internet the other day, because I went off on Taylor a little bit the other day, you know, on our last podcast. A little bit? Uh, yeah, yeah, for me, yeah, a little bit. And so I thought, well, maybe I'm not being fair to her, because we all know I have a hearing problem. That's why I don't listen to the radio, because I can't tell the fucking words what they're saying. That's, I mean, I admit it. I know there are a lot of you out there who also can't tell what they're saying, and you don't admit it. You just sing along and hope you got it right. But either that or you try to read the words and then you can sing along. But that wouldn't work either in this case because I, I actually accessed a site that has posted several of her songs written by her, apparently. So I tried to find some that had content. Now, you know I have written songs. Right. Okay? Lots of them. No, they're not being sung by anybody in the world. Uh, I've written kids' songs. I've written love songs. I've written rant songs. I've written all kinds of songs. I used the ability to write songs and play the guitar as a vent for uh, a bad marriage that I was going through. Okay. And some of those songs are actually excerpted in my uh, book, Red Hills, Green Vines, and You Know What for Dinner. And so, um, if anybody wants to see the quality of my song, writing skills, you're welcome to take a peek. They're in there. Okay? And again, they're only excerpts. But I'll stick my excerpts up against Taylor Swift's entire song any <laughs> fucking day of the week. And I hold as an example, Sad, Beautiful, Tragic. That's the name of this song. Sad, Beautiful, Tragic. Now, I, I maintain that words to a song should um, be as meaningful when read as poetry as they are as when sung as, by, as music, okay? So, in, in keeping with that contention, I'm going to read this song. I may get some help from the baby who has decided to join us. Sad, Beautiful, Tragic is the name of this song. And and it couldn't be more prophetic, the title. Okay. I mean, it is so sad, not too beautiful, and quite tragic. Long handwritten note deep in your pocket. Words, how little they mean when you're a little too late. I stood by the tracks, your face in a locket. Good girls, hopeful they'll be, and lonely will wait. That's quite a sentence right there. Good girls, hopeful they'll be, and lonely will wait. Okay. We had a beautiful magic love there. What a sad, beautiful, tragic love affair. Well, it rhymes. In dreams I meet you in warm conversation. We both wake in lonely beds in different cities, and time is taking its sweet time erasing you. And you've got your demons, and darling, they all look like me. 
Cause we had a beautiful, magical. Oh, I'm sorry. Cause we had a beautiful, magic love there. What a sad, beautiful, tragic love affair. Distance, timing, breakdown, fighting, silence. This train runs off its tracks. Kiss me. Try to fix it. Could you just try to listen? Hang up. Give up. For the life of us, we can't get back. A beautiful magic love there. What a sad, beautiful, tragic, beautiful, tragic, beautiful. What we had. A beautiful magic love there. What a sad, beautiful, tragic love affair. We had a beautiful magic love there. What a sad, beautiful, tragic love affair. That's it. Now I have to admit, I'm not a, a songwriter. Though I've written, I've actually done a, a one song for a project, so I kind of have a concept. There is no story. There is no thread. Is what's missing. Thread. There's no thread. There's no hook. And yet, okay, a, a songwriter will tell you, you need a hook. Every song needs a hook. Her hook, apparently, according to, to what I'm reading here, is we had a beautiful, magic love affair, or love there, what a sad, beautiful, tragic love affair. That's the only thing it repeats often enough to even be considered a hook. Okay? But there's no thread. There's no... But And, and that's considered award-winning writing. I guess. I don't know whether it's... Uh, plus, if you want, you can actually put a ringtone to yourself from this thing. I, it it's like I don't know fifty words too long, and it's one of her shorter ones. Really? Yeah. Uh, it, I get the feeling that somehow she might. I don't know because everybody writes mu- music differently. Uh huh. Some people write songs and then other people put lyrics to them. Some people write lyrics and other people put music to them, and some people do both. I am one of those who does both. Right. I think she does both as well. And it sounds to me like, looking at this, it's like she maybe had a musical thread that she liked and just kept, like, I don't know, filling in words until she got all together through with her musical thread long after any any words that she had made any sense. Long after. I, uh, I'm not sure that any of the words that she had written made any sense. I tried. I really, honestly, I did try. I tried finding a thread. I tried finding meaning in these words, and uh, it's, it's not there. Well, if anybody knows you, Sadie, it, it, they would know that you always try to find a good in something. I try. I try. I look. I look hard. I looked in, I, 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 I printed out half a dozen of her songs, uh, and there's, shit. let's face it, the child can't write music. Right. Now, I, like I said, I don't know if, if she writes the, the, or hears or gets the, the, the melody going first and then just sort of fills it in, you know, uh, with, with words until it's all, I, I'd love to watch her write music one day. I'd like to see how she does that. Because, and I know she's supposedly been doing this since she was 15 years old. Maybe that's the problem. She's writing it with a 15-year-old mentality. Right. 
she's and and apparently all she ever writes about is broken up love uh, affairs and goodness knows she's got tons of material there because she's done just about everybody in Hollywood that I have heard of including Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, a few other people you wouldn't expect you know but that's like a buffet to her. Right. You know, you like a little of this, you like a little of that. Sometimes you go back for seconds, sometimes not. I don't think the child should be writing music. She isn't qualified. In my, in my best girl opinion, I'm trying to be very, very good here. Okay? I am. I'm trying to be good to her. But this, this one, for example, this is called A Place in This World. Okay, that's a decent title. Okay. A decent title. I did think, like I said, I think Sad, Beautiful, Tragic was a more appropriate title for that last song. Because it was <laughs> sad. It wasn't terribly beautiful, but it was tragic as hell. Uh, but A Place in This World, I'm not going to read the whole song. But here's, here's, uh, <laughs> here's the last three stanzas of the song. All right. Oh, I'm just a girl. Oh, I'm just a girl. Oh, 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 I'm just a girl. Now, I mean, aside from the fact that it's fucking redundant (laughs) as hell, it's also fairly obvious. No shit. (laughs) I mean, the camera likes Taylor Swift, okay? There's no two ways about it. The camera likes her. Uh, and, And consequently, she gets her face in front of a camera quite often. And uh, and her picture is taken, and it's obvious to anyone who looks at her. Well, I shouldn't say anyone who looks at her, because uh, actually Lacey told me one time she thought she looked like a guy in drag. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, 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 when I look at her picture, I see a girl there. So I don't, need, she need, I don't think she needs to say, oh, I'm just a girl, oh, oh, I'm just a girl, I'm just a girl, oh, oh, oh. Oh my God! So anyhow, <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If you want, you could go online just like I did, um, and 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 read some of this crap that she actually has the the brass to call a song. Now you know I I know that there were songs back in the day. Okay, I remember the '60s. And I know they say if you do, you weren't there. But yeah, I was. And I remember enough about the 60s to remember that there were some songs that one had to wonder about the words. Some of them got misconstrued. They weren't all verbally wonderful. But at least they had some good rock and roll music behind them. But as a as a counter, as a... Um, mm, 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 what's the word I want? To prove that I know good music when I hear it, if you could call up the words, can you can you put us on hold for a minute and get and go to a website for me because I didn't print it out. Okay, so I got it for you. Okay, as a rebuttal, as support for my for my contention. That I do know good songwriting when I see it, I submit the following. Imagine there's no heaven. It's easy if you try. No hell below us, above us, only sky. Imagine all the people living for today. 
Imagine there's no, and I admit the grammatical correctness isn't necessarily there. Imagine there's no countries. It isn't hard to do. Nothing to kill or die for, and no religion, too. Imagine all the people living life in peace. You may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. I hope someday you'll join us and the world will be as one. Imagine no possessions. I wonder if you can. No need for greed or hunger. A brotherhood of man. Imagine all the people sharing all the world. You may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. I hope someday you'll join us and the world will live as one. That song still, that song still does that to me. Now, that's a song. Yes. Those are lyrics. I agree. With or without a melody, on their own they stand as timeless, appropriate perfection. And we should say that was written by John Lennon. We shouldn't have to, but yes, it was. Uh, so there you go, Taylor. When you can write like that about anything or anyone, we'll talk. Or just wait until next week and see what else we come up with. Or wait until that because there's more. I only uh, I only printed out four or five of them. Some of them were so freaking long. Holy mother. I mean, you know, Imagine is a fairly long song. Right. Okay. But you got to figure it's going to run three, three and a half minutes, maybe four, four and a half, you know, depending. Uh, but, jeez, please. She's got, she's got, this Hey Steven thing is, is, holy crap. That's like a, that's like a chapter in one of my books. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but. I, I I tried for a while. I tried to defend Taylor. Uh, I don't know why. Maybe because, like you said, I'm always trying to find the good in somebody. In somebody. I gave up on Miley on account of I'm not sure there is any to find there. She's not a nice little girl. No. She's naughty. Okay. And I don't mean that in the best sense of the word. Uh, and. I, and I think Taylor is just like I said last week. She's so milk toast. It's just, she's boring. She has zip going for her. Now, I admit, I'm a woman. Okay, I get that. Right. You're a guy. Does she do it for you? No, actually, no. Yeah, so there you go. And I and and I don't know. She doesn't do it for Ernie. He's old guy, but he's a guy. Okay, old guys still get it going, you know. No, uh uh-uh. no. I think I'd almost rather watch uh, a Kardashian do something as I would watch Taylor Swift. And I have never understood it. I've never understood it. I mean, I've never gotten it. Every time I turn around, there's another award show, right. and she's raking them in like like chips off a poker table. It's it's, it's insane. It is insane. It is insane. Who the hell decides these things? Who decides? I mean, we know the Academy Awards are voted on by the... The Academy. The Academy. And that's made up of uh, members of the movie-making industry, from everything from photographers to editors to actors and so on. Right. 
and they theoretically they view the movies and then they vote. Right by their peers, essentially. Right, right by their professional peers. But who who the hell decides who gets all these music awards? I really don't know. I, I haven't, and I've seen I've seen I've seen her get on stage and people just go berserk. Now, I gotta think that it's because they do that for anybody who was famous, famous. Uh-huh. okay, a celebrity, anybody that's that they've heard or seen their name in print, or they've heard of them. Then they go, oh, wow, that's so-and-so. You know, they don't know shit about them, but they're famous, and so, wow, they're... Famous, know, yeah. Yeah, ooh. And that, that's why her audiences cheer, I suspect. I, I'm, I'm almost speechless. Almost. Almost. <laughs> but not quite speechless as to... How this all happened. I've read the stories. I've read how she got started. You know, she's 15 years old. She went to Nashville and la da 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 da. And again, I hold up for your approval, Danielle Bradbury. If you want to hear about a 15 year old kid that's going to take Nashville by storm, she's your girl. She's your girl. Speaking of my girls. Yes. Um, who, what do you know about Chelsea Handler? I don't know zip about Chelsea Handler. Okay, I don't know much either. But, um, and I say girls is because the, the mother of the mutant spawn creatures called the Kardashians, Kris Jenner. Yes. Um, well, let me get, let me just go ahead and jump right into the, the title of the story. It's Chelsea Handler tells Chris Jenner to shut her pie hole ah. after President Obama drama. Yeah, she was down on President Obama. Yeah, remember we did yeah. a, a thing about that? Right. Well, well, good for you, Chelsea. It, it, <laughs> apparently, she hasn't given up on that. Now, mind you, this has probably been over, um, this has been about a month or so now, that we reported that during the you know one of President Obama's speeches, he... He used the Kardashian. Well, he used Kim Kardashian and um, Kanye. You know, it's just referencing points yeah. of, of you know how things are in the world, and that really pissed. Uh, mummy, mum, mummy, yes, mummy got upset. Mummy. mummy got bothered by it, so she had a rant about him. Yes. And so, Chelsea, now who's Chelsea? What now, is her place in life? I know Chelsea is a talk show host. That's what oh, okay. I know. Okay. I know about that. Okay, okay, let me give you what it says here. It says, where's the E, E, exclamation point, love? Chelsea Handler is never one to remain tight-lipped. And this time, she lashed her fiercely to feed it. Well, that is written weird. It's supposed to be fiery, I think, but there's a C in there for some reason. Tongue at the Kardashian momager. (laughs) Yeah, because that's what she does. Uh huh. She's mom and she manages them. Uh... Chris Jenner. The Chelsea Lately host reportedly told Mama Dash to shut her pie hole after criticizing President Barack Obama's view on her family empire. <laughs> According to the, a new report, the two women showed up at the same party thrown by E-Executive 
and Chris was openly bashing the president for remarks he made about Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. Obama recently commented on the Kardashians in an interview saying, kids weren't monitoring every day what Kim Kardashian was wearing or where Kanye West was going on vacation and thinking that somehow that was the mark of success. Was she mad because he said it or mad because he was right? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> I thought. Um, I... Uh. Obviously, Mama Bear Chris. Is that what that's supposed to be? Obviously? Think, yeah. Wow. Well, you know okay. how they are these days. Obviously, Mama Bear Chris did not like the Prezzy's choice words about her brood, although Kanye, Kanye did. did. <laughs> so, of course, she's going to speak out in a disagreement. Oh, At the party, Chelsea allegedly began to give, give it to Ms. Jenner by plunging deep into her family's past and and recent presidential remarks to openly hurt feelings. A source revealed, and this is a comment or or a quote, she said that Honey Boo Boo's mom had more class. She laid in to Chris about Kim's porn tape and she said no one in in this town, liked her, liked any of them. <clears throat> we can't deny the fact that Chris will do anything to protect her kitties. And for well, that... I don't know about that. She didn't protect her against uh, putting that videotape up. Yes. Well, actually, I think it was her idea, wasn't it? Mom. It was yeah. Mom's idea. Yeah. No Imagine idea that. whether the First Lady will go public, but... With all the Kardashian drama going on right now, this is not something they need to be dealing with. And, um... Well, I can't imagine that that Michelle Obama would lower herself to make a comment about it. I, I have a lot of regard for Michelle Obama, and I can't see her even bothering to pay any sort of attention to the issue. But... That's just me. Chris Jenner. She's got a lot of class. You got to give Michelle credit. Oh yeah, She's absolutely. Got a lot of class. Absolutely. I was going to say Chris Jenner, the Kardashian brood. I like that yeah, brood. Yeah, brood. Yeah. Are rich white trash? They yeah. really are. I mean, yeah, are. if you took away their millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. They would be over in felony flats right now, yeah. living in a one-bedroom apartment and acting the exact same way. Yes, and not getting paid for it. Right, and and the only thing is, is because you have money does not make you classy. That That's a misconception. it doesn't. It does not. No, it doesn't give you class. And the only reason why, again, I've said this quite a few times tonight, the only reason why... I hope that things continue to go good for the Cardassians and Chris Jenner is because if shit started going bad for them financially, I wouldn't have a show. It should start going bad for them? Yeah, you know, financially. You know, they oh, fill sure. out. Oh, sure, we could talk about how they're hitting the skids. That'd be fun. Yeah, but it, but then after that, well, it would not, be over. It's not going to go bad. Are you kidding? Look how much money they've made off of this 
stupid public that that buys into it. Now, do you recall when I showed you a clip from Chris Jenner's show, and she was going off about the president? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, I yeah. said the uh, soon-to-be ill-fated show. Yeah. And you go, well, how how do you know? Yeah. Well, as an update, it does my heart good to let you know <laughs> that the Chris Jenner show has been canceled. Aww. Not enough warmth. <laughs> Not enough oomph. Not enough dirty movies. It's, it's interesting because even the lowest level of education, the people that watch it, we're talking just low-level education. Somehow have more of an intelligence level than the woman on TV that's talking. Even the rejects of our society are telling her, no, you're fucking weird. Well, see, here's the thing. While money doesn't buy you class, uh-huh. it also doesn't necessarily dictate the level of your morals. True. I mean, I have known several people in my time who were... Poverty level people, uh-huh. very high moral standards. So, uh, maybe some of those people have said, "This is enough. This is garbage. This is boring stuff." I mean, how 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 could someone say to her grown child, "Oh, you have a videotape of you fucking this guy. Good, let's put that on the, the national news." I don't even. I can't even begin. No. To identify. No. I can't. I can't. Again, it's my age. I admit it. Well, I'm 36, and I couldn't imagine that telling my daughter to do something like that. It's like uh, <laughs> one of my favorite movies, uh, that uh, Vacation in Las Vegas, Dennis or Randy Quaid and uh, Chevy Chase. Yeah. And and he's talking about Randy Quaid's talking about his daughter and how she's got herself a job dancing pole dancing down at the hoo ha casino in uh-huh. Las Vegas and and show 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 Uncle Hoo Hoo you know how how you do you know and I taught her that move you know this and and it's just like <laughs> that same sort of mentality. mentality I can almost hear. Him saying, you got yourself a picture of you and him? Why, let's put that on the TV. I, I mean, you yes, know. Yes, yes. Now, and that's not to slander anyone who speaks with an accent. I'm just, re- I'm copying Randy Quaid, all right? You got a problem with it? Talk to Randy, not me. But <laughs> I don't get it. I, I don't know what would what would how much does she not like cleaning her house and cooking her food that she would subject her daughter to that sort of a scandalous act on worldwide media yes so she could be rich enough not to have to clean her own house and cook her own meals anymore you know <clears throat> i mean talk about what is that called that what is that word um God, all of a sudden my brain is... is uh... She has a very parasitic existence. Well, that's not the word I'm looking for, but it will do. Um, it's... it's. Uh... 
I can't think of the word. I can't. And everybody at home is going ah and screaming it at me. I'm sure. <laughs> but it's it's in a well. We already discussed the inappropriateness of it. That's not the word I'm wanting either. Speaking of inappropriate. Yes. I've got one more video for you, so okay. let me set set this up. Okay. Um. I was actually really upset when I seen this because I like Gwyneth Paltrow as an actress. I think she's a very she's a great singer, good, she's a great singer, but not so well in the mommy department. Possibly not. Don't know too much about what she's been up to. We got video. Funny, I should ask. Yes, but let me let me get the setup before we hit the video. Okay. So she picks her kid up from school from a bus, right? She's on a, a Vespa, which is a little scooter. How old's the kid? Uh, Apple, probably what? Apple's maybe anywhere between five and eight years old. Okay. Um, and she puts her off a bus and onto a Vespa. Yes, which is a little scooter. Yeah, I know what a Vespa is, but does she have, like, proper equipment for the child in the oh, Vespa? That's not even watch. Okay. Let's see. I, I, I see the bus. Yes. Oh, swell. You see what's right there? A cop. Well, but he didn't see what she did behind him. No. And they have... Let's they're just, like... Aren't they like motorcycles? Aren't let's they? watch this again. Jesus. Well, who's this one? I don't know. God, she didn't even look. Uh-uh. <clears throat> Do we know that the one in front for sure is Gwyneth yes. Paltrow? Okay. Yes. Um, yeah, she was lucky. She could have hurt herself and the kid. Well, if if you look at it... And the kid's on the bus because the driver might have had to slam on his brakes or something, and those kids don't have seat belts on those buses. You know, shit, they could all piled up on the windshield. Jeez, it's It's... I, I was. I was so disappointed when I saw this because... I actually held her in higher regard. But, yeah. yeah I mean, because... And this is just as she's starting to come out and pull now around. this is the second person. The first person is in white, isn't it? Yeah, uh, that's the second person. Okay. The first person, yeah, back up more. There you go. And it's almost like she waited till that bus got out there in the way and then went out in front. Look at that. I know. I know. And, and actually, if she'd have just stayed on the bus side of that line, that She'd white okay. line, she probably would have been okay. Still would have been a stupid move on her part, but she would have been she would have endangered her daughter and herself less. Right. If she'd have stayed And the off sad the thing ride. is is that if that bus would have hit that Vespa, they would have hit the daughter. Oh exactly. In the back. Exactly. Exactly. And that's just that was sad. Yeah it and, is and I really don't have much of a rant. I was just kind of really um, yeah. 
well, it, was, it was upsetting because again, I, I held her in, in high regards. But we can't all be up, up in a way like Superman. And speaking of Superman, <laughs> yes, that was an odd segue, but yes, I'll, I'll buy into it. Uh, all right. Well, this week, and then, well, we're trying to get as much as we can in. I don't know if the listeners have noticed. I'm trying to throw more content in than just more. Because this is this show is long. We're almost at the two-hour mark in this Boy show. Um, so we're going to end out on geek news like we do. Oh, okay. at, we're going to try to do every week. Oh, okay. This week, Canada. And I'm like, why Canada? Why couldn't the fucking states do this? Canada is releasing, releasing a special Superman coin. Oh. This is real Canadian currency. Really? With Superman on With it? Superman. Oh, wait a minute. That's not Superman. That's not Superman. That's not That's Superman. Superman. Honestly, with the colors and everything? Yes, that is a cool. real coin. A $20 coin? Jeez Louise. That's, and, that's very cool, though. And it was, like, so cool. But I'm like, why couldn't the states do that? Because, you know, like, you see all this writing right here? Yeah. That's Kryptonian. Oh, no shit. Yes. Oh, that's really, is this for real? This is for real. This isn't a joke. Oh, I, I dig this. This is really good. Yes. And the He's reason... such a mad look on his face. That is uh, Jim Lee artwork, by the way. Yeah. That's just because I'm a nerd and I know who drew it. Oh, that's really cool. The reason why they're doing this... I want to buy two... one. I'm, I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> um, the, the reason, reason why... why... There's two reasons why. Number one, it's the 75th anniversary of Superman. Uh-huh. Number two is co-creator of Superman, uh, Joe Schuster, uh-huh. was, Canadian. was Canadian. See, I was going to suggest that that might be the case. I thought either the guy that drew him or somebody connected with it somehow. So it's a, a, a hats off to Joe Schuster and yes. to Superman. And unfortunately, you know, both the creators have gone, you know, long since passed. But... Yeah. Um, well, obviously, if if Superman's seventy five years old, and the guy they were that in their probably is in too, the twenties, yeah, you know, at least. well, he was in his twenties when Superman came out, so you uh, can do the math; he'd be yeah. closer to a hundred. Yeah. So to answer your question, yeah, and that's why I smile at you when yes. you said this. I would like to buy one. Yes. Um, we don't get no kickback from this. This is just because I think it's such a cool thing. Yes. You can go to www mint. M-I-N-T dot C-A slash Superman. And that was just one of seven coins that you picked. Really? Yes. Seven different Superman coins? Yes. All $20 each? Um, actually, I think it's it's different. Um, there's different. Like, Denominations? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. But I was trying to think of. There's some. Um, okay, there's one of classic Superman where he's pulling open his shirt. And it's just all, oh, you know. Oh, wow. And it, there's no color to it. And that's a $10. That's $10. Okay. And then the one I showed you and the one that yeah. um, we're going to have up on the site to show, Superman, it's oh. uh, in color. How cool is that? What's that one on the right? Yeah. It's a hologram. Of soup? Of soup? But, uh... Who's it a hologram of? It's Superman. Soup. It's all Superman. Soup. It's all Superman. It's all about him. Yes, let's go ahead and click that. And 
That's, and see, because that's cool. I haven't even really looked at all the cool here. Oh, yeah. So, so oh. Metropolis is actually hologrammed. Awesome. That, Those are nicely done. Yes. And how did they find out the Etonian language? Is that part of a comic somewhere? There is, yes. There is actual people like me that just... Comic book geek. Yes. Uh-huh. Would take all the information that in all the years of writing Kryptonian, and they would literally, even though it may not mean anything particular, mm-hmm. they could take it and work it like a hieroglyph mm-hmm. and actual make a language out of it. Yeah. So Kryptonian language and writing yes. in the geek world yes. is very much real. Awesome. It's like in The Fifth Element, one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, the language that Mila Jovovich speaks uh-huh. as the, the fifth element. Uh-huh. It, I read up on this a little bit, and they actually, I think it was, I'm not sure if it was the director or the producer or who. Anyhow, somebody actually created this language for her to speak in the movie. And it's so extensive that they actually, the guy that created it and her used to speak it to each other just for practice and everything, like off off screen when they were working on the movie and stuff. I thought it was very interesting. That is very Because cool. she does a really good job with that. And, they, and uh, again, why couldn't the America do something like that? Yeah, I don't know. Somebody because probably it's, find fault with because it. Because it's truth justice in the American way. Not Absolutely. That, it's not truth justice and, can, and Canadian A, you know? I, just, <laughs> I don't know. Well, Canada is part of North America. Yes. So I guess that sort of makes it. But American. that's that's awesome. You know what? <laughs> Come on, American Mint. Let's step it up. Let's have a Batman coin. Or a Wolverine. <laughs> Batman coin. I want a Wolverine. I'm, not, I'm actually not a big Wolverine fan. I know you're not. That's because you're a guy. <laughs> All right. the women. We know. <laughs> All right, kids. That's it for this week. That is so cool. I really like that. Yes. All right, so I am David K. Montoya. And I am S.C. Burbank. And you've heard what we think for almost two hours. God bless you for listening. And now you know. Good night, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. What we think. (laughs) David K. Montoya, S.C. Burbank Podcast. Where I say for my David came out of Toya podcast. <laughs> the game plan, yeah. The, uh, the show. Let's make it up. Let's actually make some. And see, I came up with more. Not what we know, because we don't know shit.